Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we bless you this morning. We give you all the praise and all the glory, Father, for your love towards us. Thank you for your unconditional love, never-changing love that you have towards us, that you have already manifested towards us. Lord, my prayer for everyone this morning, this family this morning, is that we continue to grow deep and deeper. May our roots grow deeper and deeper into your love. May it become so real and so tangible in us that it becomes the foundation upon which our life runs. For we know that that's what you desire. Thank you, precious Father. We acknowledge your heart towards us. We acknowledge your love towards us. We acknowledge every good thing that is in us because of the finished work of Christ. Thank you because what Christ has done is our reality. Thank you, Father. We agree this morning with everything that your word says we are. Who you said we are is who we are. Thank you, Father. We acknowledge, we receive, and we accept. Thank you, Father, for your gifts. Thank you for your love gifts. Thank you for your peace and your joy towards us. We celebrate you, Father. Thank you for all that you've done for us. For in Jesus' precious name we have prayed. And everyone who agrees, say with me this morning, Amen and Amen. My beloved family in Christ, good morning. Of course, it's your brother, Pastor Chidi Jacob. And I'm here this morning that you and I may continue to fellowship with the word. And beloved, it is important that I mention to you this morning that even though we may get taken on our ways, but remember that God is not taken on our ways. And so if we learn to follow his wisdom, if we learn to follow his directions for our lives, and then there are a lot of things that we can avoid. This year, he began with a foundation like a master builder. He began us with this foundation of trying to solidify us in the place of his rest, friends. That's a foundation, friend. That's a foundation that you and I can build upon, not just this year, but as we'll continue over and over, that we are walking and functioning from the place of the rest that our Father gives, friends. Not the rest that man gives, but the rest that God himself has invited us into. And this month of January, all we have talked about is his rest, his rest and his rest. And I pray that it will be our tangible reality in the precious name of Jesus. Beloved, don't forget, we have said this over and over, that the work Daddy is doing is inside of us, is reconciling us from within, is rebuilding us from within, is remaking us from within. We didn't start shouting about getting this or getting that or getting that because those things are things that God has made available. What must be fixed is what is going on on the inside of us. For example, the message of yesterday asking you, who do you really think that you are? These are questions that reconciles, pulls out all the limitations that is inside of us, all the limitations. And I made a post this morning on Facebook where I was saying that the greatest need of the African man is to expunge the limitations 
and the sense of inferiority that has been imposed on his mind. Our environment has imposed a lot of limitations on us. Our experiences has imposed a lot of limitations on us. And of course, religion now cements it and makes those limitations divine. That is why they must be broken, friends. Because at the end, what you experience, what you manifest, is what you bring out on the inside of you. If you notice, I gave an example yesterday's message in church where I was saying that I was in a village, I was in a very big compound, there was no light, I was alone in that place, and then suddenly fear began to come. Where did that fear come from? Did it come from outside because there were ghosts outside looking at me or people trying to cut off my head from outside? No, the fear did not come from outside. Where did it come from, friends? It came from the inside of me. And why was that? Because I have received a knowledge that has kept my mind to things that I could not explain. So the fear wasn't coming from outside. The fear wasn't coming, watch this, the fear was not coming because there was no light. The fear was not coming because I was alone. The fear was not coming because I was in a very huge compound. No, the fear came from the inside of me. Beloved, don't forget what Jesus says. That what defies a man is not what comes from outside, but what comes out of that man. So, beloved, God is settling you and I, building a foundation. If we follow through, if we open up our heart, if we receive the truth, if we acknowledge it, we become like wise men who build their house on the solid rock. Beloved, there has to be a reason why God is emphasizing this idea of coming into his rest. Please, if you hear, do not respond without an unbelief. If it sounds too good to be true, you're beginning to doubt. Please ask a question. Whatever you must do, whatever you must understand to come to this place, don't forget, friend, again, if I go back to that example, the reason I responded that way was because of the knowledge, don't forget, the knowledge I had concerning that environment. It was the knowledge I already had concerning that environment. So also, God is using his word to give us the knowledge to build up the things inside of us that can make us settled. Friend, you can almost predict, you can almost see the kind of control you have over things when you are rested in what Christ has done. Praise God. Amen and amen. This morning, I'm going to continue from where I stopped. I began reading Hebrews chapter number 4 on Saturday before yesterday's message and I stopped at verse number 11. Remember the context. If you don't remember because of time, please go back and listen to Saturday's message so that it can become clearer. This was where Christ was being introduced to religious people to try to win them over from culture, from tradition, from religious rituals to bring them over to the reality of Christ. The reality means that which is true. The reality means that which is authentic. The reality means what God has done for us in Christ. The reality here means who Christ is. Amen and amen. So, he was warning the Jews here, please let us not repeat the errors of our fathers who perished, not because God wanted them to perish, but who perished because of 
doubt and unbelief. What they heard was just too good to be true and then they doubted and then they questioned and then they doubted over and over and so from verse 11 he says to them so then we must give our all and be eager to experience this faith rest life watch that friend is called a faith rest life the life that is rested on who christ is not who your village people say you are resting on who christ is on who christ is because don't forget who christ is is who we are that from now on you begin to come to this place of rest and begin to redefine your identity not because of what your school said not because of what your economic or sociocultural background said no now you begin to liberate yourself to rest in what christ has done because who christ is is who you are that is coming to experience a faith rest life watch this words carefully he said we must be eager to experience he didn't say no he didn't say no you know he said experience we must be eager we must desire to experience the fullness of this rest beloved so then we must watch that we must the other translation says we labor to enter into his rest this one says we must be eager it must be our decision it must be our desire to experience this faith rest life so that no one falls short by following the same pattern of doubt and unbelief now watch this it goes to number it goes to verse number 12 and it starts to give them the idea the source of what we should do watch this it says for we have the living word of god which is full of energy again let me remind you what i said yesterday this is why we see people confessing making out positive confession confessing different things quoting faith quoting the scripture but the question is not what their mouth says the question is what actually is in their thoughts again i want to repeat the same thing i'm following up again also from yesterday's message don't forget it's not what your mouth is saying friend this is why prayer can get confusing because you can open up your mouth and be praying and be confessing and be saying these things but your mind but something else is coming out from your mind this is why we must first of all go back from within so that our mouth is aligned with our heart our mouth is aligned with the persistent thoughts of our hearts praise god amen and amen now watch this it says for we have the living word of god which is full of energy that means is full of power and that word pierces watch this sharply than a two-edged sword it will even penetrate to the very core of our being where soul and spirit bone and marrow meet watch this the issues we have been bringing out by the word of god for example yesterday's message these are things that has defined us that has changed the who we are from the inside the bible is telling us here that the word of god is so powerful that it can go inside there to reveal your motives to reveal what is driving you from within 
Have you seen that? And if you paid attention to yesterday's message, there's a lot you learn about yourself. That means you start to understand why you make certain choices. You start to understand why you are driven to some certain area. You start to understand why you see yourself so poorly the way you see yourself. Why is that? So that all that can be eliminated and you begin to see yourself in the mind of God. Praise God. Amen. And I mean, watch this. It says here, and it pierces more sharply than a two-edged sword. The word of God will even penetrate to the very core of our being again that is walking on the inside of us beloved don't forget it says where soul and spirit bone and marrow meet and watch this it interprets and reveals the true thoughts and secret motives of our heart in other words the word of god brings out what is chasing you from within let me just put it that way it makes you understand your fears. It makes you understand who you really are. What is the intention to remake us from within, beloved? To remake us from within. Remember, remember, this is the scripture written to invite people to come and taste the faith rest life that is in Christ. Now, he's telling us where the source comes from. That the word of God comes to reconcile us from within so that we can experience. He says, for we have, because we have. Why is this faith rest life available? Because we have the word of God, which is able to go inside of you, remove your fears, reconcile your worries. You can be confessing peace, but what is coming out of you is worry. But how is worry coming out of you? Because you have received a knowledge. So worry is not coming because you saw something outside. No, worry is coming from inside of you. Now, when the word of God sits in our heart, watch this. That is also how faith is what comes out of you now. That is also how prosperity is what comes out of you now. That is how also peace and joy is what comes out of you now. That is also how blessing is what comes out of you now, friend. Watch that. On the other hand, when you receive all those lies that they told you about your forefathers, about your village people, about how God has cursed you, now you are saying blessing in your mouth, but it's actually the frequency of curse that's coming out of you because that's what is in your mind. Again, like we said yesterday, they have so much imparted the knowledge of evil, the knowledge of Satan in you that even that's what you breathe out because that's what is in your mind. So what's God doing for us? He's relaying our foundation, expunging all these lies, expunging, deleting all these files that has been installed inside of us. He's uninstalling the programs, the wrong programs that our culture, our tradition, our educational system, our environment, all the programs that has been installed in us, all the wrong programs must be uninstalled as we allow the Holy Ghost to install now the programs of God. For example, who are you beloved? You are a son of God. And if you realize that you are a son of God, not that you are saying with your mouth, not that you know in your head, no, friend, it becomes life when that becomes how you see yourself. 
That's why I encourage you to spend time to think, to ponder, to meditate, to reconcile until it seeps down deep within so that you may see fear on the outside. But guess what? You are responding from the faith in your heart. If your eyes see something troublesome, you are at peace because peace is in your heart. Praise God. Amen and amen. Beloved, if you have followed this teaching for a while, you can see that God himself is repairing us one level at a time. One level at a time. And this is so important so that all the things that has limited us, you can see where they are coming from. You are not limited because you live in Nigeria. You are not limited because this country is not working well. No, most of the limitations comes from what is inside of us. I know I gave a lot of examples with respect to what is going on in our environment here. And some of you might be thinking, maybe it's better I change another environment. Don't forget, even if you change another environment, remember, it is still what is inside of you that you will bring out in that environment. You know why? Because there are also other circumstances in those environments. So friend, it's not really here and there. It's about what is going on on the inside of you. It's what is happening in the inside of you. Is it faith that comes out of you or fear? And what is responsible for that? is the knowledge that we have received. Don't forget, beloved, whatever knowledge you welcome, that knowledge you become. Now, culture, religion, environment, our experiences has said a lot to us. Just open up your heart as you receive those words. Let God now say something to you, beloved. Who are you? You are a son of God. You, are, you may have lost your parents, but you are not an orphan. They may have not loved you as you wanted, but God loves you, beloved. When you start to consciously, intentionally, remember, the more you do this, you are freeing yourself from struggles and entering into the rest that is that is Christ. Don't forget, you and I who is in Christ, we already have this rest. This rest has already been made available for us. What is going on, beloved, is to allow the Holy Spirit to delete to uninstall, to completely remove. It's not to delete and put in a recycle bin. Uh -uh. It's to delete forever and ever your fears, your worries, so that what comes out of you, friend, is faith. What comes out of you is blessing. Some of you, your experience has so much made you to believe that you are cursed, beloved. But how can you be a son of God and your curse. How can that ever be, friend? How can that be? Is it even possible that somebody who is born out of God, re remember Jesus says, whatever is born of the flesh is flesh. Whatever is born of the spirit is spirit. Friend, you are born of God. You are born by the spirit of God. How can you be cursed? How can you be cursed, friend? You see, beloved, these are the things that needs to be permanently deleted from our heart. You are blessed. Why? Not because you did right or wrong. The, the greatest good you have ever done in your life is to accept Christ. The day you accepted him, the life of God came into us, friend. The peace of God came into you. The prosperity of God came into you. Your identity has been changed. You are no longer that orphan. You are no longer that poor person. 
You are no longer that beggarly person. Why? You are a son of God. And the more you see this, the more you see your reality, friend. Remember, different things, different virtues now comes out of you. Different thoughts now comes out of you. Now it is faith that comes out. It is peace that comes out. It is joy that comes out. Beloved, I hope this is making even practical sense to you. Remember, the things of God does not need to be complicated. When we hear the word of God, it answers questions. It opens our eyes to see the areas that we must go. So what must we do? Let me jump straight to verse number 14. I will talk about this more tomorrow by the grace of God. Watch what he said. So then, we must cling in faith to all we know to be true. Watch that. We must cling in faith to all that we know is true. That means clinging to the truth of who you are in Christ. That's the way to delete the lies. That's the way to expunge the limitations. It's to cling to the truth. Remember? Remember the scripture said to us, fix our mind on things that are true, things that are holy, magnificent, things that are worthy of praise, things that edify, Keep your mind on those and you stay at rest. Friend, I will come back to you again tomorrow by the grace of God as we continue enjoying this rest. And some of you, the more you understand this, you will see that this is becoming the happiest moments you have ever experienced. And watch this. This is not coming from anything on the outside, but because you are being freed from within you. Limitations falling off. I see them fall off in the name of Jesus. The things that has caused you sit back, I see them falling off in the name of Jesus. I celebrate the new you. I celebrate the peace that you and I enjoy in Christ. I celebrate the rest that he has called us into. May it be our practical, everyday living reality in the name of Jesus. Beloved, please enjoy your week in the rest of God. Remember, this morning you have been served. Shalom.